And after this show, you listen to the John Oakley show and you most likely have heard uh, Reverend uh, Dr. Sherry DeNovo on the show. She's one of the panelists that joins the Oakley show for topics worthy of discussion. I know, you know, uh, lawyer Doug Elliott, who's on the show quite often here. And he is, I, I like to say, a friend to the show. He joins me now. Again on the line, because today, Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo and lawyer Doug Elliott got together and they held a press conference. They called on the Ontario government and the United Church of Canada to apologize for their actions more than 15 years ago. Doug, get us up to speed with what you want people to, uh, you know, the church and the government to apologize for. Maybe refresh our memory. Well, it's easy for people to think that the battle for same-sex marriage went smoothly and that uh, every all nice Canadians went along with it, but it just was not the case. If you take your minds back to 2001, the Mike Harris government uh, was in power. It had a lot of support from social conservatives in Ontario. It was very hostile to the recognition of same-sex uh, spousal rights. Reverend Sherry DeNovo uh, performed a marriage using the publication of bans at Howard, what was then called Howard Emanuel, uh, now Roncesvalles United Church. And she sent in the documentation and one of her, uh, it was a same-sex couple, one of them put the name, their true name, Paula, uh, in the section for groom because there was no section for uh, same-sex couples. They sent it off and it got registered. Um, And they were really thrilled that they got the first marriage certificate in the province of Ontario for a same-sex couple. Um, The reaction was really quite shocking. Uh, The Registrar General's office threatened to cancel um, Reverend DeNovo's license. Um, They basically threatened her livelihood. Um, Reverend DeNovo appealed to the United Church to uh, head office to intervene to protect her for her stand in favor of human rights, um, and they refused to do it. So she called me, and um, I wrote uh, to the government and told them that we would fight any attempt to cancel her license. Um, and they eventually backed back down. Uh, senator Bob Runciman, who is currently a senator from Ontario, is, was the Registrar General at the time in the Harris Cabinet. So today, Reverend DeNovo is calling on the United Church of Canada and the Government of Ontario for an apology um, for threatening her with her loss of her livelihood. Um, you know, they they argued that she was performing an illegal act back then, but they were the ones who were illegally refusing to recognize this marriage. So same-sex marriage became officially legal here in Ontario in 2003. So this right. was performed two, two years before that. You know, in yeah. this time, you know, this day and age of where, you know, seem, people seem to say, oh, I'll just apologize and then we'll move on. Uh, and there's a lot of what feel like empty apologies. Speak yeah. to the timing of why ask for an apology now. Well, this is an important apology, I think, for a couple of reasons. The first is that we've had uh, an apology from the Prime Minister to the LGBT community, but that was just on behalf of the federal government. Um, There's many other people who have been involved in um, holding back the LGBT community over the years, including the government of Ontario and the churches. And I think people ought to own that and acknowledge that wrongdoing and commit to not repeating it. And that is the second point, and that is that we are heading into an election now. We've seen south of the border that LGBT rights that have been achieved have been rolled back with the American government's 
reintroduction of a ban on trans people in the military. Um, we're very concerned, you know, when I see people like mm. Reverend Charles McVitty supporting uh, Doug Ford and Giorgio Mamaliti, who was an NDP, as an NDP member, was very staunchly opposed to same-sex rights at the time. Um, uh, we're, you know, I'm very concerned that we're going to go backwards after the next election in Ontario. And I think we really need to um, call on people to say where they stand. So you'd like to hear from, would you like to hear from everybody that's running for Premier to find out would, where they stand? Yes, I would indeed like to hear from, from all of them um, as to where they stand on this issue. And of course, I'd like to hear from the United Church too. I mean, the United Church apologized for its treatment of Indigenous people. I know it's considering an apology to LGBT people. I think it would be great if they did that. They've generally been pretty progressive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, in the Christian tradition... You have to confess before you get forgiven. And I think lots of times in Canada, people who have treated LGBT people badly would like to skip the confession part and move straight to forgiveness. And I don't think that we can really move forward to reconciliation unless people acknowledge that what happened in the past was wrong and they give an undertaking that they're not going to try and turn the clock back. And we should mention, and hopefully I'm getting this part of the story right, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Doug, but uh, when uh, Reverend DeNovo submitted the forms to the Registrar General, she you didn't hide anything. You know, Paula was on the, uh, you know, the husband, the groom, uh, it said Paula, so that was an oversight on their part and then they you know realized it and then they went back to her saying you know we're going to suspend your license after they said yeah check these people are married well done sent them uh you know said okay you're legally married so that's that's exactly right when she said to the united church help me this is going i haven't done anything wrong there's crickets that's it Mm. uh and you know the united church eventually came around to support of same-sex marriage but to their shame when the battle first started they were hiding uh, they were not wanting to get involved. They weren't wanting to stick their neck out. The uh, climate in Ontario was a, a lot more hostile to LGBT people back then than it is now. And uh, they just uh, didn't seem to be able to locate their spines at that time. So she had to come to me to uh, to get help. And fortunately, it worked. But, you know, this threat to take away her livelihood, this was a... You know, this is like uh, it was the atomic weapon in the government's arsenal. To to scare her, silly, right? You know, say, you know, we're going to take away your livelihood. Let's squash this right now. Let's not let this movement happen. Right. And we've seen in the past, you know, that these kind of tactics have been used against religious leaders who stand up for human rights, whether it's Dr. King or Reverend uh, Tutu, you know, people who have uh, in the name of religion, stood up for the rights of people who are being wronged. And uh, they have been treated badly on occasion in the past. And I think we often look back on those days and realize that we did the wrong thing and we try and make up for it. And this is one of those occasions. And I think it's important that we not sweep this difficult, ugly part of our history under the carpet. I think it should be exposed to the light of day. We should acknowledge a mistake was made and we should all commit that we're not going to go back. Well, Doug, I uh, I appreciate your time as always on the show. It's a pleasure having you here, and uh, hopefully we'll check in with you and see what's going on with this uh, with the United Church and the response from the government. And um, do you think you're going to hear something from the leaders uh, that are running for the premier? 
I certainly hope so. One would expect that this wouldn't be too much of a stretch for Kathleen Wynne mm-hmm. or for Andrea Horvath. Yep. Um, whether Doug Ford will come out and say something, I don't know. I hope he will. It would be the right thing to do. All right. Well, let's hope he says the right thing.